Welcome to Rafa. I'm Dr. West. I'm Senior Minister of Rafa. Welcome to the podcast. To you who are normal listeners and also if you're just surfing by, stick with us. I've got some things to say. Also, if you uh, found us on the website, I encourage you to look further into there. You're on Rafa Ministries World. RafaMinistriesWorld.net. You're going to find a lot of things there that will aid you. I've told you a few times before, but I need to reiterate it, that Rafa has been forced to divert from our intent, which is to disciple the body of Christ and to encourage people to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as the only hope for this world and the eternity to come. But we know that uh, men, most uh, of you and most of the other people who are listening will not heed this. You'll die in your sins and go to hell, and, and we're, we're pained about that. Hopefully and prayerfully, we'll reach some of you with the truth, point you to the Christ of the Bible, to your escape from all of this, which is going to end very soon. It's going to come to a climax. It's not going to go back as I told a medical person not long ago. He said, well, I'll be glad when it gets back to normal. I'm kind of paraphrasing. And I said, it's never going to go back to normal. And I really hope he's heard my words stinging in his ears since then. I had planned to speak on another subject uh, in this podcast, but then came the Israeli war. And everything else came to a halt. I think, in a way, the White House is licking its chops because it's taking the heat off of them about the atrocities and the traitors' acts going on across our southern border with the criminals that's coming across there, and they didn't want to address that. But they've been forced to. They've even taken on a little semi-act of doing something. They want to build a real strong 20 miles of wall well, bless their little hearts, but it's about three years too late, and it's about seven million people too late, and it's about thirty to 40,000 illegals in this country, many of them who are here as moles of other countries. They'll just be sitting here until the atrocities start within this country. The implosion really starts, and then they'll surface in their guerrilla activities, and you'll be without power, you'll be without water, you'll be without, uh, without any help or aid, you'll be without food, and millions upon millions of you are going to die. Now, I am not a doomsday preacher, but I do believe in t- forewarning people about what is coming, and if you're not saved now, my brother or sister, you better think seriously about it, because you don't have any other hope in this world except to go with us in the rapture of the church, which is God snatching out his people just before the uh, tribulation period happens, and that's going to be even worse than anything you've seen before, because now the prophecies of Matthew 24 being stated by Jesus is coming to pass, uh, there, there'll be factions fighting against factions. There'll be wars and rumors of wars. There'll be people fighting against people, race against race. There'll be uh, uh, powerful authorities fighting other powerful authorities. I'm kind of paraphrasing what you'll find there. and But this is just the beginning of it, as it says, of the evils that's going to be perpetrated and expanding.
I hate to say that. That's, that's not what I'm about. That's not what I want to preach about and teach about. I want to teach about the love of God, which is there in all of this. I want to preach about the, the hope that's within Christ and the hope of eternal life with Him. And also I have to preach about the punishments that's happening. So we're back to the war. As with every other Israel war, Israel never fights for capitulations. They never fight just to sign a peace treaty. They never fight for a truce. You see, Israel fights every battle, and they're the most... The, the country of Israel, especially Jerusalem, is the most warred against city in the history of the world. They've had, if memory serves me right, like 40-some conquerors come against them, and they've paid a terrible price against that. And when they came out of the Holocaust after World War II, of course, a lot of people now say the Holocaust never happened. Well, they're liars. Whoever who says that, they're perpetrating a lie that can't be substantiated. The fact is, the Holocaust has, has seven million, six million Jews' deaths to verify it, have people who survived that to verify it. But Israel swore after that Holocaust, never again. Never again is their slogan. They make all of their military people, officers, go to the mount, and they force them to swear like we we supposed to swear allegiance to this country, which a lot of traitors to this country, they, they, they live good off of this country, but they won't pledge allegiance to this country like the NFL and all the other pro sports. They won't, they won't pledge allegiance to this country, but they'll take all the money they can, and then they'll have people sitting in the stands cheering for them because, uh, in, in fact, saying, well, we're proud of it because you won't, you won't put your hand over your heart and stand in, in re reverence to the flag of this country and to the allegiance. And these people, people sit in the stands. Many, many of them are veterans. God help them if they do that. Stand in, the, in fact, as I've contacted the city council in, in our place and, and the mayor, and I've said, not one more penny for pro football. We want them to go out of our city. We want them to take everything that they've got and take their knee bowing and go to some place west of the Rockies where they can be loved and appreciated because we've got a lot of veterans and their families who have come through this city in training and they went to the Pacific War and they never came back to their loved ones. And many of those young men were, were in the Navy and they're still sitting in the cockpits of their aircraft, thousands of feet at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. And this country won't even pledge allegiance to the flag and show respect to the families. You see, this country, politicians, they love to have ceremonies and they do wonderful ceremonies. But when he, and they like to help the veterans. But when it comes to, to preserving, protecting, and defending the Constitution of the United States, they're AWOL. There used to be a, a, a crime in the time of war for sh to, to shoot a person who's that guilty of that. But bless our little heart, we're so tender now. And we can't teach our kids about killing and being killed and surviving. Now we teach our babies that everybody's exactly the same. Nobody's better than anybody else. I don't mean to say better in quality. I'm just saying better qualified in talents and so forth. Everybody gets a trophy. Nobody, there's no winners, there's no losers. You just play the game. 
it's a, it's a terrible thing. I'm glad I was never a part of that. We played to win. If we played for our school, we played to win. But if we lost, we, we tried to be a, a, a good loser. But we, deserved, we desired more to win. I didn't mean to get off on that tangent. tangent. But Israel, they swore never again. And they will do whatever it takes to survive as a nation. And God bless them for it. And I tell you what, no matter what, let me give you a piece of prophecy that's probably twenty-five or 3,000 years old. There's going to be more against, wars against Israel. Israel will survive. Many of his people will be murdered and killed. It will survive. They're still God's people. But if it come, push comes to shove, like the old saying goes, Israel has an atomic weapon. And they will use what they have to survive. Arab countries, you better pay attention to that. Those who love Saudi Arabia and love Egypt and love Iran and Iraq and all the other places over there who float with the wind and drift with the tide, you better pay attention to that. Because you, some of you are going to get caught up in the end time events coming against Israel and you're going to pay a terrible price because Israel is going to be a survivor. God is going to see to it that they survive. They have a history into eternity, as well as the church has a, who is a byproduct and come, came out of the bowels of Israel's Hebrews and Judaism. The Christian church is going to survive and go into eternity with a wonderful work. Okay, back to the subject that's at hand, the war. Iran is fully behind the sneak attack that happened. They didn't do it, but they financed it, they planned it, and they instituted it. And every news organization in the country that wants to acknowledge it has the facts, except our illustrious White House. They refuse to accept this. Iran is financing Hamas. These are the ones who did the preemptive, to use the word, sneak attack. Hamas is an Islamic resistance movement. That's what the, that's what the Koran calls them. That's what they define themselves. Hamas, that's, that's fighting this war from Gaza. They uh, define themselves as Islamic resistance movement. Well, this is not a resistance movement. This is a, a preemptive movement. They don't mind lying. In fact, as I told a news organization person, which he probably never got the message, when he interviewed the uh, the current prince of Egypt, and he was so taken with him, I said, "You, you don't don't be taken taken with him because he lies by the Koran. He's able to lie, and by the Koran gives him permission to do that. Any any uh, Islam person is a is." is qualified to lie to anybody else. So don't believe what they say. We have people in Congress. They pledge allegiance to the United States. They're lying. They don't, they don't have allegiance to this country. And they'll turn against it at the first chance they get. But Hamas, this, this terrorist organization that started this thing from Gaza, is based in Gaza. That's where the, the rockets came from. And Hamas is closely aligned with Hezbollah, in Lebanon, Hezbollah is an Islamic terrorist militia organization. They're barbaric, and uh, they they are aligned. 
Hamas is aligned with Hezbollah. They work hand in glove. That is, that's where some of the Rockies came in northern Israel, from Lebanon and all from Syria. So they, uh, Hamas, is on record as as pledging death to Israel. And also they pledge death to the United States. Not only that, but being Islamic and a terrorist organization, they are self-pledged to kill anyone that does not align with Islam. If you, if you don't believe this, read the Quran. If you don't believe this, read uh, about two decades ago, they thought their time had come when they were to go forth and, uh, and rule and conquer and rule the world. Well, it didn't work for them then. In fact, it's just never going to work for them. There's no such thing as, a, as Allah. He's, if that's a lie, it's a made-up thing by a misguided young man. And Hamas is a barbaric organization. They murdered men and women in their beds. They shot these people in the head. They shot the babies in their head. And that wasn't enough. Then they perpetrated further by cutting off the heads of these people. That, if you go back about ten, about three or four decades ago, that's exactly what they were doing. They were cutting off heads back then. We have we have video of it now, and people want to go along to get along with these organizations. You better start waking up. This war with Israel is not a new war. It's only new in its quantity and its ferociousness in the amount of the of violence and the ferociousness that's associated with it. I just elaborated on that. In the war, Hamas launched the attack. They were helped and financed by Iran. They were helped by Lebanon and Israel, and Syria rather, Lebanon and Syria helped them. They fired rockets from both those places, resulting in the killing and injuring of thousands upon thousands of people. They have taken hostages. Some of them are American citizens. And now the parents are crying, trying everything for the world to stop while they get their people back. And I'm not demeaning their feelings for their loved ones. Yes, but why were they there in the first place? If you don't have a valid reason to go into the Middle East at this time, such as some people go there for business purposes. Some people just go there to to find out what's going on. Some have even gone there to fight with the opposition, the Islamic groups. Well, if you go there and something happens to you, when you go purposely into harm's way, then the world is not going to stop for you. There was a time when one citizen that was taken hostage in another country, the world would, our, our United States would have come to a halt. It doesn't do that anymore. Only in certain cases do we pay hostages. We just paid a couple of decades ago, I think it was Obama, I'm pretty sure it was, who sent like uh, 10, what's I think it was $10 billion in cash as a payoff in this same type of thing. And now there's $6 billion that's being held in Iranian money that's supposed to go to for humanitarian uh, causes. 
And now some of our senators are saying, let's don't, let's don't let them get any of it. Well, I sent a message to one senator when I heard her on Fox uh, News talking about the, the war, and she was talking about the, uh, the later on the paying program that we're talking about the, uh, the students are aligning with, the, uh, with those against the United States. And I think, what are you thinking? Because they're being taught by professors in schools that hate the Americans, and they're indoctrinating these kids. These kids are in school to learn. They're not there to be uh, uh, agitators, and they're not to be there to fight battles in, in, the, in the public sector. They're there to learn. These universities and students are against Israel. They're vocally against Israel in the middle of this conflict. I suggest, and I made this uh, proposition to this female senator, and all to the other senators may get this word, not one more penny should be sent to state and federal schools and universities. No more federal spending. All they are, all they have become is incubation uh, places and indoctrination places for those who hate this country, who are propagating Marxism. Fact is, you can't gain tenure in, in, in a major in the university anymore unless you agree with the liberal agenda. And then we're funding these people? How stupid are our politicians to keep sending money to these schools? It's like Khrushchev said. Will Barrett, he said this back in the 60s. Khrushchev, the prime minister of, it, of uh, Russia, he said, we'll bury you. And they have done a wonderful job of doing that. fact is, I like to say we, we purchased a shovel and we've even tried to help them dig the grave. Okay, I've done a little venting. As I said, this is not why, what Rafa is about, but we have to warn the unruly. We have to warn people of what's coming. That's part of our prophetic message. We have to warn you about what's coming. If you, if you stuck around, I applaud you for doing that. You've got, in, you've got intestinal fortitude. A lot of them who started listening to this program have long since left because they can't stand the truth. Their little baby pampered, powdered heart can't stand truth anymore. So they're, they're willing to go boogie tonight and they're willing to go with their friends and just have a glorious time dancing with the stars, but they can't stand the reality of what's going on in the world. Fact is, I've seen men on the street survey, these people out there who are voters, they can't even tell you where Washington State is. They can't tell you where the Hawaiian Islands are. They can't tell you what the Constitution is. They can't tell you the, any about the history of this country. But yet they, they, they've got their uh, dreadnoughts and they've got the other things that they, that they love. They, they love the, uh, the, the music and that's what they're into. The fact is, a person in, uh, in uh, France one time made the statement, we're just about love and peace. Well... They've paid a price for that too, and they're, they're, they're part of the problem too. There's not a whole lot of respect for France anymore. They're a turncoat nation as far as this ministry is concerned. So I said all this. Hopefully you've learned something from it. Go to Matthew 24 if you want some more. Go to Ezekiel 38 and 39. Go to, go to uh, Isaiah, not Isaiah, rather. He has something to sing about. But there's other passages of Scripture that will tell you some more about this. But 
if let me just let me just uh, say this as I close, if and and think about this after you, after I've hung, after I've stopped talking, and you leave the program, if Iran ever gets an atomic bomb, guess what? So you had better wake up, Doctor West.